Happy holidays to all you spammers out there. We know you've probably been busy during the holiday season and we have as well, but instead of playing you guys a rerun, Nick and I decided to get together anyway and shoot the breeze about a plethora of random topics from Jim Carrey to video technology. You're definitely going to want to stick around to the end though because we wrap it up with a poop story that is just bananas. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation between two nitwits. Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. Welcome in. This is the Can of Spam podcast. Yo, 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 yo. yo. That's me trying to be young. Yo. <laughs> yo. Who says yo these days? Yeah, no. What am I, I? I feel like I still say like, yo, what's up? Yeah, that's true. You say that a lot. Or like, hey, yo. But, but you don't sound awkward saying it like I do. I sound like a <laughs> moron. Yo. I sound like the kid that's trying to be cool that doesn't really know this. Yo. That's, which, is, which is pretty on brand for me. <laughs> Old man Lopez. Yep. Keep it going. Yep. Uh, have you seen the movie? Well, one of my favorite movies is Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. And there's two scenes I want to quote. One, I quoted to you the other day. So I call you up the other day, and I don't even say hello. I just launch right in, and I'm like, have you ever seen the movie Dumb and Dumber? And I don't even know what you're doing. You could be really busy in the middle of something, but you entertain me, and you're like, yeah. And I just say, do you remember that scene where um, he's like, anyway, Harry is talking to Lloyd, and he's like, do you realize what you've done? Right? Yeah. And I'm just like, do you remember that scene? And you're like, yeah, I remember it. And then we launch into whatever story we're talking about. But good sign of friendship where you just open up with a Dumb and Dumber <laughs> quote. Whatever. Whatever, But man. the Dumb and Dumber quote that I wanted to say was, do you remember the um, the part where Harry's he's he's outside Harry and he's pumping gas, Jeff Daniels? Mm-hmm. He, realize, he like catches his foot on fire mm-hmm. because he's talking to the girl. And uh, she has like skis on her car and stuff like that. Yeah. And finally, he just gets like ticked off because his foot's on fire. And he's like, <sighs> he's like, just give me the dang number. And he just like screams at the girl. And she's like, all right. Anyway, that's what I thought of when I was out in your living room looking for um, something. For your coaster. Yeah, coaster. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, Oreos. And you're kind of like, ah, just, just get in here. And I was just laughing. <laughs> that is not what I was thinking. No, no, uh, not at all. What he, I was thinking was. Don't you touch my freaking Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not mean spirit at all. It just was funny. It just made me think of that. I just love that scene. It's a good scene. It's a good movie. Jim Carrey. What has he been in lately? Yeah, that's a good question. What has Jim Carrey been in lately? Last thing I can think of is The Grinch. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's exactly the last. The no. upside down pair. Oh, no, the right side up here. Pair. What's that? His body. <laughs> it looks like oh a pear. Oh, my gosh. I never thought it's of that. That's true. Like... <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah. seen Fun with Dick and Jane? Oh, oh gosh, yes, I've seen that movie. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I quote indicted Jane, indicted! Like, all the time to Jordan. Yeah. I don't even know what the context is. You know what I've seen him in more than anything else? It's just um, the internet is cyclical. There's things that just keep reoccurringly, like, coming back mm. up. Like, you may have seen it years ago, and then somehow new people get on the internet and discover it and share it out a ton. Mm-hmm. But I've seen him give this graduation ceremony speech more than I've seen him in any new movies recently. Have you ever really? seen that video? I have not. He basically is giving like a um, graduation speech. That's what it's called. It's yeah, yes. graduation speech. But it's, it's not like a valedictorian. It's just like the opening guest of honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he just shares a story about his father uh, wanted gave up his dreams of being a comedian and being funny because he wanted a safe job. Mm. And how that kind of paved the way for him to like be a comedian. and Oh, I see. Whatever. But it's just... It comes on the internet so much, especially around graduation season. You just see this commencement address speech, whatever. The the only thing I've seen of him lately is it's like exactly kind of what you're saying. God, I am just so gassy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Let it's it ride. Unbelievable. When I was a young warthog. When not, I just was singing that today at, uh, at work. Love that. Uh, it was. It's all his like old stuff from when he was on Letterman, like first starting out, like just his crazy faces. Now seem kind of like it, it wouldn't work today. Yeah, you know, he's like almost too animated for today. People don't take him 
Or I feel like he kind of like broke that broke into that scene uh, and just became the guy and now like it's worn out. Like yeah. I feel if it would never seen that before, maybe it'd be funny now. Yeah, like, that's true. Because I, I, I can't think that. of anybody else like Jim Carrey. There is no one else like him. Really I feel isn't. like Will Ferrell is sort of close right. in just the animatedness of him, but um yeah, there's no one like Jim Carrey. Well, same as Eddie Murphy. Oh, he hasn't God. been in anything really, but I've heard that he is hosting SNL and he's gonna be doing stand up on SNL. Really? Yeah, because you know they do the opening whenever they start oh SNL, God, they do the what you call it? Oh yeah, yeah Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to get the, that on here. No, no, there's there's an actual like I think they're remaking Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, with Eddie Murphy? I'm pretty sure with Eddie Murphy. He's like one of your all-time top favorites. Oh, for sure. We grew up in the 90s. So that was... A, wait. When did like Trading Places and stuff come out? Ah, I think that was like either late, late 80s or, or 90s, I think. It up, I, uh, well, I mean, whether or not it came out in the 90s, my dad just loved Eddie Murphy movies and all of like... Just the... You know, yeah. He's just so good. It's funny. We were talking about that the other day. I still haven't watched it yet. I've never seen that movie. Trading Places? Yeah, so I've you got never a, seen okay, that. So you got homework. You got Trading Places and Cherokee Kid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were talking about Sinbad. 1983 wow. is when Trading Places came out. When did Coming to America come out? It must have been a similar time period. I bet. I bet. I'm gonna just guess. 86. 88. Okay, 88. Yeah, it's hard because when movies came out then, stuff got extremely popular when it got released as well on DVD. Or a VHS, VHS dude. Yeah, yeah, not DVD, oh my VHS. God. Well, I told someone the other day, they're like, oh, you're going to go see such and such movie. It was, like, it was one of my friends. He's like a college student. I was like, nah, I'll probably wait until it comes out on DVD. And he goes, you watch DVDs? <laughs> What's a DVD? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> DVD is still pretty commonplace, not like VHS. Don't look at me like I'm a moron. That exists. Yeah. It's still a thing. You can put it into your computer. Well, Actually, <laughs> you can't. I'm gonna take that bag. You can't. I can't put it into my computer. Mine doesn't even have a CD slot. Yeah. Even if I wanted to watch a Blu-ray, I don't think I could. Blu-rays died. I don't hear much about Blu-ray at all anymore. That was like the way to watch. It, like it was. It was. It was the new DVD. It, it was, and it was short-lived. There was that whole battle between Blu-ray and, and HD DVD. And, oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember what the other one was called. Maybe I'm thinking about plasma versus LCD screens. Oh yeah, that was. Well, that was uh. It was plasma, then LCD, basically. Oh, okay. I thought and they TV were like screens. Kind of what was the one that was battling with VHS? Because it was a higher, like, it was just a better quality image, right? Yeah. But then VHS somehow was just the cheaper, more affordable, more accessible. Are you referring to, like, buying a movie on beta? beta? Yeah, beta. Yeah, beta. Yeah, beta, beta Max. Oh, my God. But that was, um, that was, before, my, that was before our time. Mm -hmm. I never watched a Beta Max. Oh, I didn't either. But my dad had the, the load of them. Well, so he had, a, he had a Betamax player. He was like, I'm going to collect all of them, and these idiots are not going to know what they're getting rid of. Like, this is such a better medium. I was like, just just let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> even, even at, like, 10 years old, I'm like, Dad, why are you collecting? You don't even have a Betamax player. Oh, are you see, He didn't even have a player just collecting the media. Yeah, I was like, Dad, don't you think it's a bad idea to keep these when you can't even find a Betamax <laughs> player to play the videos on? Like, just get rid of them. That's like Laserdisc. <laughs> Please. There were huge CDs, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was like a record. It was like a record, but CD size, or it looks like a CD. It's funny what catches on and what doesn't. Do you think we're there with like 4K? Is because I feel like 4K has been trying to catch on for like five years now, and I still don't see much stuff in it. Although TVs now, basically, you buy any new TV, it's 4K. Yeah, any TV you buy, unless you're yeah, everything yeah. you sell at Costco. It was a 4K. Yeah, it's all no, 4K. My, actually, my monitor is probably not 4K. Yeah, but you didn't get those recently, though. No, I did. I oh, bought really? them specifically because they were cheaper. Oh. But, I mean, it's only 23 inches. Yeah, yeah. You get a, you get a full-size TV that's, like, you, you almost impossible to get a 4K TV. I mean, a uh, not 4K yeah. TV that's more than, I don't know, like 32 inches these days. My, you know, my th I, I think the reason it hasn't, ah, maybe it's just my life. Maybe everyone out there listening is like, I 4K everything. But I see the issue is the internet speed. Winston doesn't bother with anything <laughs> lower than 4K. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> what do you think Glan's worth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those petty kills. <laughs>
HD. I think though it's the internet speed. You can't really. You need really good internet if you're gonna watch Netflix in 4K. It's actually if I if I think I mean this is a videographer speaking. Yeah. About like bit rate, and I'm probably probably gonna lose a few. We're about to turn nerd. Yeah, just warning. So bit rates when you film with a camera, with the camera that I have, like you can shoot in 4K. Now this is like decent quality video. It's not the kind of quality that you would output at, right? You always output at a lower quality that like when once you're done editing it, you have all the really robust files. And then once you figure out how you want to use the files, does it look so you throw out all the stuff that you don't need. Does right? it look better when you record higher and then change it like record in 4K changes the 1080p? Yes, it does. Okay. So like a lot of um videos actually there, there's a it's called chroma subsampling. Really, really nerdy term. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going down this rabbit hole because I, I like feel it. like I, I can I'm explain it. it. I'm enjoying so, this. Chroma subsampling. So imagine you have like a small grid of pixels that's four across and two high. For that whole block of pixels, which is like eight pixels, right? Your screen only gets information for two of those pixels. So essentially, it only has a quarter of the information. The cameras that we record on, on the other hand, record more than that. Sometimes in that eight pixel block, you're recording four pixels or even all eight pixels. But once you're done editing and you've used all of the information that you need, you basically can throw all of the extraneous information out. And then when you save the file, that's kind of what your screen gets, which is typically two out of those eight pixels. I don't know. Math. Math is a really great thing. your, Your camera records a lot of information. Your screen doesn't need to know all that information, so it doesn't send it all. Okay, yeah. So in terms of 4K then, like, we rabbit trailed. My bad. Always. Oh, so what I was was getting at is when I record on 4K on my camera, it's probably like 200 megabytes per second for for the the frame, for the higher quality frame rate that I'm recording. Which is a lot. I mean, that's a lot. It's kind of a lot, yeah. But when I output it, once I get all the information kind of compressed down, I can output it at like... 20 megabytes per second, which you think of internet speed relative to that. Like most people have 20 megabytes per second. Yeah. yeah, Even on your phone now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I noticed too, even LTE data speeds are getting further ahead than most people's home internet. Yeah. Generally, like nationwide. There's, of course, pockets of areas that have really great internet. But like my dad, his internet's horrible. (laughs) And he's like, he's got the best internet basically in his area, you know. Yeah, um, but his, his LTE else. is way faster. Yeah. Like your phone is probably like at least 30, 40, sometimes yeah. like 80. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I, uh, I downloaded that app called Speed Test mm-hmm. just for fun. This is how <laughs> I'm like pretty nerdy. Just for fun. I'll just check what speed I'm getting. Oh, because so the problem is servers mm. have to output all of that information. Right. So you think of like. Say you have a server, like your friend has a server, like a Plex. Yeah, my brother server, right? has. Shout out to my brother for and say it up. like five people have access to his account and they're all streaming something at once. Yeah. Now upload speeds. A lot of people, if you're lucky, you get like a hundred megabytes. Yeah, upload upload speed. is not near the download. Yeah, it usually isn't. But if you're lucky, you can get a hundred megabytes upload speeds. Right now, imagine all those five people are streaming something in 4K. Even though it's only 20 meg- megabytes per second, his server has to upload 20 megabytes megabits per second to five different people uh, making it a hundred so netflix they have that's why they have warehouses worth of servers that have upload speeds at, that can send all this information to a hundred billion different people that are watching their movies in 4k yeah and that's where the bottleneck is ah uh, that okay. makes sense that's a whole different beast yeah hmm. i just edificated you you did <laughs> my mo- we need a shatter glass sound there it is it still seems loud. Level Maybe up. it's just piercing. No, it's not too bad. It, it's it's the frequency of it. That was a terrible topic to talk about. Nobody's gonna want to listen. That's to funny. It. <laughs> no, it's interesting. All that to I mean, bringing it back though. Um, all all that to say, uh, Eddie Murphy. Ugh, he's the best. So he's the best. And you watch some of the movies growing up on not Betamax, but on VHS. Mm-hmm. It was just a different time. Those movies got really popular when it came out. On when it released on DVD, VHS, whatever. I I'm, I'm curious to know like how popular it was to go to the movies. God, again, just burping city right now. <laughs> to go to the movies and like see the premiere of a because re- nowadays it's huge, right? Everybody, yeah. if you haven't seen the movie in the first week, like you're a loser. 
it probably wasn't like that back then. So yeah, when you when you saw the movie in the theaters, you were probably ahead of the game. And then when it came out on VHS, then the rest of everybody saw it and slowly caught on and got to experience I f- it. I feel like it came down to where you lived. If you lived in more metropolitan city-like areas, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be able to see it versus not in those areas. And there's basically places are getting bigger, more populated, so more access. But yeah, I'd be curious. We're, we're like talking about retro things now. Like, <laughs> what was it like going to the movies in the 80s? Was it as yeah. popular as it is now? We think no. Probably not. They say like these movies now are shattering box office records. Like even ever. compared to like inflation, right? When you solve for inflation, yeah. they're still destroying the previous record. See, that would be a good statistic to tout if you were these companies of we have X amount of people viewing this movie, not how much money we're making. Yeah, I don't know. What, what is the met? Why, why do the pe- people care about how much how much they make compared to how many people watch it? Does it correlate? Do you no. think it does? Uh, it, it, yeah, it probably does because the more money you make, the more people saw it because the ticket price is the same. You know, it doesn't matter if I charge 15 bucks a ticket or 10. If my $10 movie makes more than the $15 ticket movie, it, it's because more people saw it. Mm. Not really how much I'm charging necessarily, but I think it's part of just these movie companies are doing it to make money. They just want to show they're making millions, billions, millions and billions of buku bucks. Right. So I learned this from my uncle. There's above the line and below the line. I think below the line has something to do with like, here's your base pay. And then when you're talking about how much a movie makes, based on that is your above the line pay. If you're if you're like an actor in that movie. Ah, I got you. Huh. So they're getting paid in phases, these actors. Yeah. And so I think if the movie does really good, are they getting like residual checks? So yes. like when the movie's in theaters each week, Depending on how much that movie makes, so depending on how much the check is going to be in the in the mail. I mean, I don't know if they send it in the mail. <laughs> yeah, however, direct de- <laughs> they probably have direct deposit. I'm <laughs> yeah. mm, just gonna check for thirteen billion dollars. Yeah, in the mail. <laughs> in the mail. Right? <laughs> That's funny too because everything's evolving except mail. Mm. Mail has been the same forever. It's just the vehicle is different. It's not a horse anymore or a carriage. It's a weird jeep. <laughs> It's a weird Jeep. Yeah, you ever seen the mailman driving on the street? Like a jalopy? Yeah. At least a mail truck on my street. Yo, that thing is so old. My dad was a mailman. Was he really? My mom married the mailman. <laughs> oh, no, no. What's the milkman? It's usually milkman. My mom slept with the mailman. Oh, and that's how we have Kavika. Y- yeah. <laughs> Except they were married. So it was legal. You know, I, I was always sanctioned thought... by Jesus. <laughs> See, I thought mailman. <laughs> Would be, um, that'd be a cool job. I just think it would be fun. You don't got to interact with anyone. You're just putting something in a box. Here's a negative of potentially being a male, male person, mm-hmm. woman, man, you know, is, uh, you never win. <laughs> what does that mean? You never finish. The mail just keeps coming. You never finish the goal. And I like accomplishing. I can't things. beat the game. Yeah. You empty all your bags of mail. The next day you show up, there's more mail. You'll never, you'll never finish. The job is never ending. Are you almost done? Not even a little bit. Yeah, no. And then if it's like, oh, I got done early, great, because here's another huge pile of mail you can take out again. Because it just keeps, like, constant. I wonder if it's like, if stuff just, no, they have to have shipment times, right? Yeah. Like, you can win for the day. Yeah, you can probably win for the day because you got to deliver your stuff. I feel like you have to win every day, though. You'd have to think about it in small chunks. You couldn't oh be thinking God. about it as big. Yeah, you got to break it down because if you thought about it in the grand scheme of things, you just lose your mind. How right. did my dad do that? I heard that's why these people go postal because the mail never stops. <laughs> it's true. Is that where that phrase comes from? Yeah, I guess it just drives them nuts and then they shoot up the place. Man, okay. Wait, Mo- so your, your dad really was a mailman? Yeah, he was oh. a federal mailman for, I mean, federal mailman. He was a federal employee for, at the mail, USPS for, I don't know, like 30, Oh, wow. Did he take a civil servant test? I I don't even know what that means. So I guess to work like jobs like mailman or like, um, I can't even think of another job, but you have to take a civil servant test. What does that mean? So it's it's basically like 160 questions or 220 questions or something. You got to get a certain grade on it of just kind of um, not like generic questions, but some logic that you got to like figure out. You got to be not a moron. Right. You got to show that you're knowledgeable and can kind (laughs) of like. Think on your feet, 
and just some of those things. And that's, you pass it. And then that's how you get these jobs, like apply for the jobs. So you're saying my dad's a pretty clever guy. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Is he? I think so. I mean, yeah. He, had, he actually has like 18 jobs, I'm pretty sure. Dude. He, we, he does all kinds of stuff. He has next, like a contracting thing. Like, it's crazy. Next time we talk to him, ask him if he ever got frustrated that the mail never ceased. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see a lot of these mailmen now, and they wear these safari hats because it's hot here. It's a big white hat, and they have AirPods in their ear, and they just seem to be happy. So that is one thing I was going to say is, so when you think of a mailman and the vehicle that they drive, you think it's so outdated. What I can't understand is... Why are their shorts so short? <laughs> Why hasn't that evolved? Why, Why can't it? we get some fashion in the mailroom? You know, it's true. Can we update these uniforms to make them look a little bit more respectable? Not respectable, but like like they're walking around with some sort of dignity, right? Some kind of class. Yeah, because they're walking. You know how they feel in that thing. Yeah, you. They're pro- just like, damn it, I look like a mailman. Yeah, it's almost an insult. You gotta feel awkward. Who wears short shorts? Mailmen wear short shorts. (laughs) You think the UPS men and the USPS men ever lock eyes when they drive past each other? I bet you they do. They probably give them stink eye. Yeah. You know who nobody likes? DHS. Oh, yeah, dude. They're on the low (laughs) bottom. You know, I would say, what would you say the order? I don't want to say my order. What's your order of? Of like. Tears. um, You know, like worst. That's the worst. So it goes FedEx. Ah, yeah. UPS. USPS. DH. I feel like DHS is just international though. So they're kind of just like DHL. DHL, yes. Delivery Humans Limited. <laughs> <laughs> We're so smart on this show, dude. <laughs> you're, you're, that does seem like proper pecking order. FedEx, UPS, USPS. Yeah, I'm pretty DHL. sure at the top it's like it's it's between USPS and UP. I mean, not uh, FedEx and UPS, right? There, there's that like a be. So they're like the big parcel deliveries, and DHL is the same category. USPS is kind of just everything, right? They're kind of, yeah. they're like, they're Kirkland. Kirkland brand delivery service. They are. And then you got the little bit higher tier. And FedEx and UPS, they don't like each other, but they respect each other. Yeah, I Because agree. they're both in agreement that they hate DHL. <laughs> I see both of them at the bar. All the UPS guys are drinking beers together. The FedEx crew walks in. They look at each other, kind of just give a head nod, and the other buys the other a round of beers. But then the DHL guy walks in, and, dude, they're just throwing things at him. They're just starting bar fights with him. <laughs> they're sticking out their leg to trip him as they walk past. Yeah. DHL guy has it bad. Yeah. But, th- see, the, the other thing is UPS guys also have short shorts. Yeah, that's true. FedEx has caught on. These guys are walking around with some, you know, sometimes they have long pants or they have at least like longer shorts. This is Hawaii. We're not r- walking around in long pants all the time, especially if you do a delivery job like that's that's bus butt. So they've caught on. Why hasn't USPS and UPS? It's because of the letters. They're too similar. It's got to be. It it does always confuse me. UPS, USPS. Yeah. It but always I- sends me to the wrong. I, I always go to the wrong website to type in the tracking number. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Although the thing is, the, I like the UPS guy because his truck doesn't have a door. So I feel like it's good wind. You've, you know, the short <laughs> shorts mixed with the no door and the wind whipping in. It's cooling everything. That's true. That's true. That's like those old cars that have that front quarter window that you can just spin. Oh, yeah, you know? dude, the wing and window. Then, yeah, and then the wind just like perfectly like ventilates straight into the car. Yeah, what happened? That No one makes that anymore. That was the best thing ever. Huh. I wonder why they got rid of that. I bet it's a structural thing. Because yeah, it's for the blind spot. Is it? I think part of it was like your little blind area as well that you could kind of see out. Because now it's just beam. Well, the last the last vehicle right. that I remember having that, it was a big truck. And mm. the the part where the window went down, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, never mind. This is stupid. This is a great thing to try and explain on a podcast yeah, with I hand know, motions. Right? <laughs> so forget it. Maybe you're right. Wing windows are on like trucks. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen them on, like, cars. Mm-hmm. Yo, but don't sleep on the wing window. That thing was good. I miss those. All that to say, Eddie Murphy is a- apparently going to be on SNL. He's doing the the opening monologue, so he's kind of getting in the stand-up. And I heard he's going to be doing another stand-up. Do you think Netflix or somebody's going to pick it up? That would be. I don't or have no it? idea, but that would be incredible. It's a big thing now is getting produced by some of these, like, streaming services. Yeah. Like, who was the last one that you, you turned me on to? 
Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers I, watched, I still haven't watched it. It's pretty funny. Melissa, her friend told her about it, so it was pretty funny. It wasn't bad. I was surprised, that's why. Okay. Real quick. I just came across this article. Oh, nice. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> okay. I just love the uh like the confusion in the voice. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Remember what that's from, right? What? You know why he's doing that, right? Remind me because now I'm like N- I thought I did. Do you? No. Are you just saying that so you can have me explain <laughs> it, Nick? <laughs> Cuz that's a technique I do too. I feel like I know it, but remind me. I'm going to test myself. Uh, okay, I don't think I know it actually. Cuz what I would guess is I just would be embarrassed if it's like so way off. So go ahead. <laughs> oh wait, I am embarrassed. Yeah. I get easily embarrassed. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so in Anchorman, Ron Burgundy will read anything you put on the teleprompter. Oh, that's right. That's and somebody right. actually put accidentally put a question mark. Yes, that's right. End. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it, that's I'm what I was Ron gonna say Burgundy. is he said it in a confusion, but I couldn't remember exactly why. But yeah, the teleprompter. That's right. Okay, so anyway. This news article that a bald eagle tries to snag an octopus out of an aquarium tank. And the octopus almost eats the eagle. Oh, my. Like a bald American eagle? Like a bald American eagle. This is an enormous octopus. I did did see, like, the article, but I didn't click it. But I saw, like, yeah, an eagle swooped in and tried to get an octopus. It's pretty jarring like they have like you know the pool hook oh yeah yeah, yeah to get yeah, yeah. your floaty out of the middle of the pool or to hook you out when you're drowning yeah or that i guess so they're like the octopus has the eagle in its tentacles and the guy like hooks it with the hook and brings it to the side and they're trying to like free this bald eagle from the clutches of an octopus holy crap i just brought it up on the internet it's a huge octo- octopi? Oh. <laughs> octopi. Giant octopus Poop. and bald eagle wrestle in the water. So he tried to swoop it out, basically got bitten, got dragged down. Oh, yeah. And this guy with the pool hook is trying to detach the eagle, which he does. And then the eagle is like cowering on a tree. That is a ginormous octopus. Uh, that's embarrassing. Wow, that is embarrassing. You lost the eagle. Mr. Eagle. You ever seen those videos of like, you know, rhino fights bear and like it's these like kind of fake who would win YouTube kind of arguments. Is it kind of like um, ultimate? Oh, gosh, what was it? There's a show on like History Channel that they pitched like historic warriors against each other and yeah, hypothetical. It's, it's kind of like that. It's like a hypothetical yeah. YouTube series where it's like, you know, uh, who would win in a fight like this animal, like a tiger or a lion, mm-hmm. like those things. Now we never have to know. Would an eagle or an octopus win? Octopus wins. That's kind of terrifying because I feel like if I saw this octopus in the ocean, like I feel like now it, it, it could probably like kill me. Isn't that like a huge thing with sailors? The whole legend of the kraken? Like this is a real life kraken for this eagle. Yeah. that'd be uh, So isn't the kraken a squid? Squid. So tentacles. I, I feel like young, when I was younger, like five, six, seven, maybe even ten. Giant squids weren't, they were kind of a myth, mm-hmm. maybe. And only in the past like 10, 15 years have they actually discovered that these things exist and they're ginormous. Have you seen giant squids? Yeah, I was watching, it was this James Cameron did like a document or he just does his thing on Netflix, right? He got funding for this, I don't know, series, but they just try to explore the deepest depths of the water. I saw that. Or just like some giant squid just came around and started like hanging out around their submarine or something, right? Yeah, it was like a, uh, it's like summer. Yes, it's a submarine, but it's also like a small one. A mini pod. Yeah, it's like those exploratory, it, it reminded me of the sphere. You know, they're in this like, it's like a You're sub. You're talking about but, the movie sphere? Yeah. It's the greatest movie. Oh, I love that movie. Dustin Hoffman, right? Dustin Hoffman. Great. Oh, Samuel Jackson. That's another reason why I'm kind of scared of squids. It's from that movie. The movie was kind of freaky. It is freaky. It it definitely has a vibe. I just watched The Arrival. Oh, Have you seen that? Yeah, with um what's his uh, Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. With Hawkeye. 
Yes, that's his name. What's, that's... His, what's his real name? Oh gosh, I don't know. Anyway, but him and what is her name? I got Ariana. Look, Amy Adams. Name. Yeah, that's right, Amy Adams. Yeah. What'd you think of it? I loved it. Really? I thought it was really good. Oh wow, I'm impressed. It's one of those. Um, it's one of those thinker movies. Jeremy Rayner. Jeremy Rayner. Yeah. It was not at all what I thought it was going to be. Did you actually see it though? Oh yeah, I saw the arrival. It's the one where those pods drop all over yeah, yeah, the world yeah. and they cannot figure out like what it is, who's mm-hmm. attacking them, and this lady who's a basically a language specialist, yeah, like whatever you want to call, kind of starts interacting with these aliens. Come to find out that, I mean, spoiler alert: the movie's been out like years. They're like from the future, right? And they're trying to warn, or they need help. I forget exactly the. So the premise they they, they allude to it in the beginning, and they say. She she hints to them and says like, "There's a theory, um, which is 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 a very well studied theory. It's the the theory that if you learn a language, you start to think in that language. It actually restructures the way your brain thinks about reality, and it, it kind of shapes how you perceive everything. So in interacting with the aliens and learning their language and figuring out how they think." Because it infer, you can infer a lot of stuff from the way your language is structured, right? Like right, Japanese, right. right? If you if you were to learn Japanese, you'd just through learning the language, you would realize that respect and order and discipline are yeah. huge things to Le- lang- value by the Japanese. It right? reveals a lot about the culture. Right. The language so, reveals a lot of nuances in the culture. Yeah. So in learning the alien language, she restructured the way she thought about time, and she was able to access different things. Um, that's right, that's outside right. of her current reality. Yeah, they it was like a, they were basically coming to help. Yeah. Because their race got wiped out or in the future, something like that. I forget exactly. Yeah, I don't remember what they, I don't think, I don't even remember if the, the aliens had a story, but they gifted their language to humanity. That's right. So that they could learn how to see time differently. Yeah, that was cool. I did like that. It was kind of, it was interesting. It was it definitely wasn't what you would expect. It was just not to what be, I though. expected. Yeah. 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 You're thinking like War of the Worlds kind of thing. I was thinking Independence Day sort of. Yeah. Like these ships appear over the world. Speaking of War of the Worlds, that movie pissed me off. Why? Okay. So it's Tom Hanks, right? Definitely not Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yes. Tom Cruise. Sorry. And it's a great movie all the way up into the end where the aliens just freaking die. Why'd they die? I don't remember this movie. I remember a little bit of it. Because they just can't, there's just like stuff in our atmosphere that they don't cope with very well and they just start dying because they're not adapted to our Yeah, world. we didn't win or do anything, they just... Yeah, it's like all the struggle, we're going to figure out how to, trying to figure out how to beat these aliens and oh, they died. That's right. That's the end of the movie. Yeah, and it was all based on that radio Stupid. scam. The Happening joke. too. Oh, I never saw The Happening. Happening was kind of creepy. It was a scary movie, The Happening. It was a thriller, like people just killed themselves in like oh. horrific ways, like laid down in front of a of a combine or something like that. Dude, that's like Bird Box. Oh yes, which is a great movie. Gosh, I really okay. I'm glad you do, I'm glad you liked it. I like Bird Box a lot. It was fun because it had a good good. It, it resolved well. Yeah, but like the happening War of the Worlds, like the happening, it just ended. Like they're just like, oh, it stopped happening. That's what? the end of the happening. What? Yeah, if you go watch the movie. The whole thing is about the happening, and then the end is, it's not happening. Oh my gosh, that sucks. <laughs> That's literally the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and their logic is like, the world needed balance. So once the balance was corrected, it didn't need it anymore. It was like the earth fighting back against humanity. That sucks. Yeah, stupid. That's like, um, I saw this bumper sticker. It said Thanos 2020. The future is destiny. Or something weird like that. What does that mean? I don't know, but I'm like... Cool it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, people are gravitating. I, okay, what I like recently about films a little bit is they're being a lot more explicit about the villain's motives to where you almost kind of agree with it. I, you think just don't... I, I think that's probably one of the strongest elements of a good film. Yeah. You just... You just now don't agree maybe with the method exactly. Yeah. And I think back to like Star Wars, and that was kind of the thing, mm-hmm. is Vader and, you know, the Jedi 
wanted similar things, just different method. Mm-hmm. And that was exactly with Thanos and Avengers, right? They both wanted similar things, just completely different methods. That's like what we were talking about earlier. They, we both want pizza. Just are you going to get it from Taco Bell or Pizza Hut? Oh, gosh. Now we're talking about Taco <laughs> Bell. I knew it. I knew it was going to come up. It's true. So Taco Bell, Mexican pizza, it's just so unique on the Taco Bell menu because it tastes completely different than all the other. And my friend turned me on to this, and it's, I never thought about it until he explained it this way. But it, it tastes unlike anything else on the menu. What, what is it? Is it that red sauce? Yes. So here's what Mexican pizza is. It's its own circle tortilla hard shell with cheese on it, bean glue, as you call it, bean paste. And uh, then they put like this red, what I thought. Elmer's bean. was like enchilada sauce. Elmer's bean. (laughs) I take that back. I regret that. (laughs) I will never eat a Mexican pizza again. Um, But the red sauce is pizza sauce. It's How's not enchilada sauce. It's pizza sauce. How has nobody realized that? I don't know, man, but he worked at Taco Bell, so I trust this guy. He worked there for like three years or two years or something. Did he work at a Taco Bell pizza hut? That's the other thing is why are there's, oh, there's these combos, right? It's and I, That's funny. There's combos. <laughs> but it's like Taco Bell is always right next to Pizza Hut. And they're run, it's in the Pizza Hut. Yeah. And one time I went to the register and there was a person at Taco Bell, no one at the Pizza Hut, right? So I, I go to the Pizza Hut register. The guy runs in the back around, basically switches his hat, and now he's the Pizza Hut cashier. <laughs> that is, I, okay, that is way more than I got the last time I stood in the wrong line. Because I was at the Taco Bell line because nobody was at the Pizza Hut line. And I was going to order something because I was like, it's the same building. You guys all work in the same space. I'm going to order a pizza from this line. You guys, the register is right there. You guys are right next to each other. Yeah. You guys are the same thing. And she's like, you're going to have to order it over there. I'm like, it's two feet away. Can you go press that button? Like, <laughs> like just walk with me. Like, we'll have a nice chat while we walk over. And, oh, we're there. Can you just press the button and give me a pizza? That's so funny. So but she just wouldn't sell it to me. So you had to go in the... The I, non-existent Pizza Hut line. She took me, she tell, told me to get out of the line and go stand in the other line, which didn't exist, and wait for somebody <laughs> to come to get my order for the Pizza Hut. It was ridiculous. I, just, I left. That is crazy. Okay, now here's another thing. If you go into a Pizza Hut slash Taco Bell and order a Mexican pizza, what kind of monster are you? That's what you should have did. You should have said, I want a pizza. And then she just would have gave you the Mexican pizza. Here's the thing about Taco Bell, though, is I love the consistency. Right? I've always told you this. You go to any Taco Bell anywhere in the world, it tastes exactly the same. Same meat. It's just a different way they serve it. Do you want it rolled up with bean paste? Bean glue. Elmer's bean. Do you want it uh, fried in a, a, a chicken shell? Which is a thing now. Yeah, have you never had that? Well, they don't make them any. It's discontinued. That was just a special item. They do a lot of these special things like nacho fries. They'll come back, but they're not there right now. They did the naked chicken chalupa. Sounds hot. I told you that is. It's just a uh, chicken breast that they bread and in like. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a naked chicken chalupa, and it's a chicken breast. Yeah, the shell. (laughs) That's That's very inappropriate, Nick. That's clever. The shell is fried chicken. The they, shell of the... Yep, there's no... It's carb-free. I, I can't even believe. And they put it in this... Like, world <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, uh, it, it was, it's really freaking good. It reminds me of... Um, they sold this thing at KFC once. It was called the Double Down. Do you know what this is? I'm not versed well in fast food. Me, okay, me, I don't eat much fast food at all. Like, very rare. But I, I'm just aware. You're just educated. Just educated. Dude, here's what the double down was. It was two pieces of fried chicken was the bread. And in between was cheese and bacon. It was called a double down. Carb free. Well, no, I guess there's breading on it, but. Probably vegan too. Probably vegan, yeah. Yeah. But dude. Gluten free. It's just bacon and fried chicken. Fuel efficient. Fuel e- in a sandwich form. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like. I went to the movie theater the other day, and it's like movies are expensive for like popcorn and a drink. I like getting the large popcorn because you get a refill. Uh-huh. 
So like I always get the refill right there. So then I'm going to lose money on this situation. I got to get the large. Yeah. Cause it's like a dollar more. So the guy gives me a cup. I swear to you, it's like a gallon of soda. Like the cup, you could fit a gallon in it. I don't really drink soda at all. Like very rare will I have a soda. Um, and I wasn't in the mood for like their raspberry fuzz tea. So there's, I told you this, right? There's some workers over at the machine. I go towards the machine and I don't see a water lever. Usually you'll see like tea and then there's a little white oh, yeah, lever yeah, yeah. that's water. Mm-hmm. Or you'll have like its own thing that says water. Anyway, so I go to the guy and I'm like, hey man, is there water over here? He goes, no, you got to go to the water fountain. So it's like, what? There's no water lever? No, man, just get soda. And I was like, hit just that, bu- hit that button again. Just a sick world we live in. Sick people. <laughs> yeah, dude, what, what is this coming to when like, I'm just trying to get water. I don't want a gallon of soda. I was so frustrated. I think I settled on, um, I got like Sprite because it can be refreshing. You know, you're talking about the consistency of Taco Bell, but I actually think McDonald's is even more like consistent. I totally disagree with this. Why? How can you possibly disagree? Here's why. Have you been to McDonald's internationally? Yes. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that's the same. Oh, yeah. But they have their own completely different menu. There's like items that aren't even anywhere else. Yeah, but the staples are all spot on. They're not, though. There's, what? They're a little different, man. It's not as... Okay, maybe it is consistent. Where but I did don't, you go to McDonald's? I've been to McDonald's in... Um, okay, let me go down the country. If you tell me that you went to McDonald's in Japan... Yeah, I did. You spent a meal... I did that, ...in yeah. Japan eating an American-made hamburger. <laughs> You're a monster. Okay, I did it. You could have got the same thing and the most high-class... For the same price. <laughs> For sushi. Just the best sushi in the world. It's true. And you went to McDonald's. I did. I've been there. Yeah. You hillbilly. <laughs> I am a little, I'm a little trailer <laughs> trashy. I'll admit it. But uh, yeah, so I've been to like Japan. I've been in South America. I've been to McDonald's there. I've been to McDonald's in um, like Bali and in, 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 in uh, Papua New Guinea. Okay. And it is good. It's the same. But they have a lot of other things. And it's just something tastes just a little different. All right, I guess I can give that to you. It's like there's extra spices added. Yes, yes. But I'm with you, though. It's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Well, that was the whole... If you've never seen the, the documentary on McDonald's, the whole thing of how it came into existence is phenomenal. It, it, it was success based upon its consistency, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I guess with Taco Bell, it'd be hard to venture out and say, like, I'm going to go make a Chinese taco. Right. You basically are stuck with the the same meat. Yeah, you're true. just figuring out a it's different Mexican. way to serve it. It's, it's Mexican. inherently Mexican. Yeah, which is an insult to Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Do Mexicans like Taco Bell? They like Del Taco. Mm, Taco Del Taco Del Mar. No Del Taco. Wait, what's that? It's Taco Bell, but Del Taco. <laughs> do they have one of those here? No, it's only in mainland. I think mm. it's all over California. I know that. I would like. It's that. basically the same menu. I would like it. But I don't know. What is the difference between a burrito and a taco? I don't know. One One's warm and cuddly and one's kind of like sprawling <laughs> out and kind of airing out the goods. That's true. <laughs> one's like fully wrapped and one just isn't. But otherwise, it's the same thing, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they put rice in burritos. One, you put the glue on the outside or the the Elmer's bean. <laughs> the Elmer bean on the outside. <laughs> I can't say that <laughs> breaking completely. That's so freaking funny. <laughs> But that's the thing, right? You you have the regular crunchy shell, and then they get the bean glue, and then they put like a soft shell or a soft taco thing yeah. around it. Yeah, and it's like even it's not the even double layer. Sometimes you have double decker. Double that's what decker, they call it. Double decker. Yeah. Mm. Although you know what an upper decker is? This is funny from your pupitarian. Sounds nasty. I'm gonna teach you a prank. Here's what you do: the next time you're over a buddy's house, not mine. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next time you're over at a friend's house and you just want to like prank them, you I can't even I can't even say this out loud. Okay. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you don't have to put this on. You take a dump in the top tank. <laughs> I've heard of this. <laughs> I've heard of this. <laughs> and then when you flush it, it goes in the bowl. Yeah. So <laughs> then when your friend is in there peeing. 
He flushes it and wham, he's hit with a turd. <laughs> oh, bodied. <laughs> I wonder what other stuff you could put in the top tank to just freak somebody out. <laughs> oh, dude. So I'm at the mall today. You should just fill it. Oh, my God. That's a horror movie. Like the beginning of a horror movie is just fill it with like red dye that's and flush the toilet. Corn, red corn syrup. Oh, my God. You would freak out. Yeah. And then oh, if at, you could somehow yeah. like coordinate it with the sink. Oh, my God. Ooh, Damn it. Halloween just passed. That's a good idea. I don't know how you would do it with the sink, though. You have to put something maybe in it. Because you know how I, I kind of. How the bidet works, right? It just kind of veers off, and it's just another, like, a Y, basically. Yeah. I wonder if you could get one that feeds back in. Ah. <laughs> can inject a- stuff. Because under the- your sink is the same knob, right? You yeah. just unscrew it, and then... Oh, yeah, dude. That's a good... Yeah. You could just basically run, like, a some kind of fitting where it's going through something else that comes out red. Did we just invent something? Yeah. This is the ultimate prank tool. This would be good. Dude. It just makes weird colored stuff come out of the sink or the toilet or or the bidet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just spray like bleach. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> or alcohol. Then it'd be a dead forest down like there. Just, you know, like rubbing alcohol. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sting like a beast. Oh, God. That'd be the worst. Just oh. I can't even think of that. It's, it's terrible. That's terrible. That's funny. But I'm at the mall today, dude. And I'm walking out, and uh, one of my coworkers told me, "Hey, you gotta go check this out. Someone took two dumps on the floor by Pretzel Maker." <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "It just happened." I'm like, "Perfect. I'm just getting off work. I'll run over and check Here, it come, out. We'll go check it out together." Yeah. So, well, I went by myself, but yeah, because she was coming from. But, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go. She's like, "Send me pictures when you get over there." I get over there, dude. Okay. Basically, there's a pile of dump. And maybe like three feet and then another pile of the same dump on the ground. The same dump. The same uh, pile of poop. Same consistency. Same everything. It's the same person, I should say, or same something. It was the same meal. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at. And Outside it was of what? Taco Bell? No, Pretzel Maker. Which is near Taco Bell. Yeah, but... Checks mm. out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's so true. It's I mean, it's on the way related. to the bathroom. It's got to be related. So, okay, but here's what's so funny, dude. I go over there, and there's like a mall kind of, not just a security guard, but just kind of like a maintenance type guy. And here's how he has it blocked off. In front of the one pile of turds, he's got a wooden chair. In front of the other pile of turd, another wooden chair. That's it. That's his roping off the piles. So I go over there, and he goes, oh, hey, man. Yeah. Looks like someone had an accident. And I was like, you think? I was like, I don't think that's an accident. I think this is two big piles of poop. So he's like, yeah, man, uh, I don't know what it is. I think some person, like, just crapped themselves. And just looking at the – I think it was a dog. That's what I was going to say. They allow poop – or they allow poop. Well, I guess, like, technically they allow poop. But they allow dogs into that mall. Yeah, even though there's signs that clearly say no dogs. Yeah. But everybody and their mother has a service dog these days. Which yeah. I have a problem with. Yeah, and you could just go online and there's an easy way to get a service dog. I feel like it's as easy as getting a prescription for like a really strong yeah. painkiller or something. Yeah, it really does suck because then I really... Now I begin to... Anyone that actually does have a service dog, I just think that they don't. Yeah. You start to look at people different. It cheapens it. It does. So, yeah, so there's, there's these big steaming piles of crap on the ground outside Pretzel Maker, and it's guarded off with two chairs. And I'm just trying to tell the guy, I think a dog did it. It looked like the dog squatted, took a dump, walked forward a little more, and took another dump. And whatever that guy is, the guy is feeding his dog Taco Bell. <laughs> it did not look, I know what good poop looks like from a dog. Well, you are the poopitarian. Yeah, I know a good pile when I see one. And these something, I think the dog was sick or something, because... Dogs don't want to just squat in the middle of the mall and take a dump usually. Usually, well, okay, how big were these piles? I'll show you pictures. They were pretty big. So like a mature dog. Yes. Probably somewhat trained. Mm-hmm. Has taken many poops in his life. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't hold it. Because it ate Taco Bell. <laughs> That's exactly what I think. Or ate diarrhea. <laughs> Meanwhile, my friend is like, I, th- I don't know. I think it's human. And I'm, I just don't think it was because if a, a, a guy is walking in the mall 
and he just drops trowel and just lays a huge pile of poop. That's a commotion. He right. Everyone would know. There'd be crowds, laughter, applause. <laughs> right. And then the whole nine yards. Who then waddles like another three feet and craps the exact same thing again. <laughs> this that's what's throwing us off. <laughs> See, this guy was so smart that he knew I gotta split these poops up. Cause then people are gonna question whether this is a human or not. No human's gonna poop, move three feet, and then poop some more. They're just gonna stay the same place. But if I split them up, they're gonna think it was a dog. That is the genius of it. It is. It is. I genius. caught on to you. The rogue pooper, the Kahala rogue pooper, <laughs> Dude, we're on to you. It's so crazy. I just, I, can't, I gotta show you the pictures. But the other thing too is like, if it was a person, yeah, like you said, there just would have been so much commotion, like. You wouldn't have been in and out as easy. Yeah, everybody would cheering you on and like yeah. all the support. That's a good poop story, though. That is. That's pretty good. But what I find so intriguing, I just walk up on the guy and start looking, and he just immediately engages with me. He he doesn't like think I'm just an innocent bystander. <laughs> he probably didn't want you to think he did it. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just maybe he knows I'm the poopitarian, and he knew like basically Doctor Nick is in the house. I can't, I just can't believe nobody said anything. I, I know. I just, and people were sitting around eating, relaxing. Yeah. Like nothing happened. And it smelled awful. A bet. Yeah. From what you're describing, it, it doesn't sound like a solid poop. It wasn't. And it was very soft serving and kind of like, I didn't touch it. Like, and I didn't get super froyo. close to it, but it kind of had a greasy feel to it. Mm. Taco Bell. Dude, it has to be. <laughs> has to be with the fire sauce. <laughs> Somebody's running around that mall with a bleeding anus. Not even the fire sauce. The Diablo. Uh, El which Diablo. Which is not that hot. It isn't. Yeah, it isn't. I don't know what their problem is. But only recently did Taco Bell add the Diablo sauce. Yeah, because people were like, well, this fire sauce isn't doing anything for me. Yeah. Maybe we're just losing our taste buds. Too much Taco Bell. Speaking of which, how you like that truff sauce? <sighs> I just was telling some other people about it. Yeah? It's, it's crazy good, dude. It's on Oprah's favorite things list. Of 2018 or 2019? I, I'm guessing Christmas season for this year. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's phenomenal. I'm just blown away with how good it is. That's the thing with a high-end restaurant, right? You just take a hamburger steak and you put truffle sauce on it and you triple the price. Yeah. And I feel like they did the same thing with this hot sauce. They just took some hot sauce and got white truffle oil and mixed it in there. And now it's 40 bucks for a bottle. It's good, man. I love that you I'll let me you have what. some. I love it. Dude, I can't. I was just telling someone, like, you got to try this. I had it. Okay, this is the saddest thing right now. I'm realizing. I got a veggie bean burrito, like the frozen veggie bean burritos yeah, from yeah. Costco. Had a lonely dinner last night just by myself. And I put the truffle hot sauce on it. And I got to tell you. I, actually, this isn't appropriate because... It's coming around. That was the best burrito I've had in a long time. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> that thing kicked it up a notch, I'll tell you what. Yeah, it really does. That stuff's good, dude. I just am, I'm just thinking through this upper decker idea. Just trying to figure out what else we can do with it. What else could we do with that? Ooh, you could put a rat. Glitter. <laughs> just a bunch of glitter. <laughs> it's, it's like a unicorn took a dump. What if we just put like a goldfish in there or like a guppy? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What if you put like a rat? Like a live rat? Uh, or dead. And then That's, when you flush it, bam. Oh my God. Okay, Nick. <laughs> Hopefully whoever we get does not listen to this. Well, this is going to be. So this is already. This is something that's already happened. So Dave has been fighting this rat in his house. It's been like one of those things where he'll like. Be working late at night. He's a night hour, right? So he'll he'll work late at night, and he'll hear scruffling. He'll look down, and the rat's like, "You caught me!" Like and just like freeze, and then they just have like this standoff of just staring at each other until Dave kind of like moves a bit, and then the rat takes off. So this happens for weeks, and then one day he chases it into. If you've been to our office, there's yeah. a bathroom right attached. Yeah, to it. yeah. So he chases it into the bathroom, and it jumps into the toilet. And swims down the toilet where you flush. Now think about how that screws up your psyche. Because now you know that there is a rat in the toilet. You're never using that toilet again. So he's freaking out right now. He's having a full anxiety attack. Because he's like, 
What do I do? This could, this could pop out anywhere in the house. Apparently, it is a pretty known fact that rats can swim back up your sewage pipe, and that's how they can get into your house. I was at a Christmas party. Okay, wait. This, it, the, okay, keep real, going. Real keep quick. going because this is crazy. So it's Dave crazy you bring this up. Has has a poop emergency, I think. I, I'm not sure oh, how it comes up. I can't even believe so what I'm hearing right now. He can't use the other bathroom. He goes into this bathroom and he's he's full. He he knows this is like th- this is where he doesn't want to be, right? The haunted bathroom. Yes. So he sits on the toilet and he starts taking a dump. And he feels this little tickling oh, on his gosh, butt. Oh gosh, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I he do not jumps believe- off of the, this is not ma- I'm not making this up oh he <laughs> jumps off of the toilet turns around and there is a rat staring at him covered <laughs> in his own shit and Dave cannot believe what is happening right now I can't he even- is not wiped <laughs> he's got his pants around his ankles and he is just knelt down ready to sprint out of that bathroom crap all over his own butt <laughs> and this rat's just looking at him this is not how you're making this up. i am not making this up <laughs> you can have him tell you the story himself this is unbelievable he 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 just has oh no idea God. what to do he goes to flush the toilet i think and the rat like disappears i don't remember what he says after that but i can only imagine him just like oh i can't God. sit back down <laughs> I got to tell somebody about this because this is no way this just happened to me. So now they've installed like this screen or some sort of like, I don't know. It's like a chicken wire or something like that in the pipe that accesses the flushing part of their bathroom. And they haven't had a rat in the house oh since. How long ago was this? This is like probably six months ago. That but is- I remember him telling <laughs> me the story and I was crying <laughs> laughing. But you could see like he was visually disturbed. Like, oh my gosh. He was sweating telling me the story. <laughs> I can't even believe this. It sounds like a made-up story. Well, here's what's crazy. Just okay, you're, yeah, you're going to yeah. tell me something. I'm at this Christmas party uh, this past Saturday with like my a good friend of mine named Dave. And uh, I'm with his his dad's there and like these other like older guys. And somehow we start talking about rats. And they're like, well, you know how rats can get in your house? And he goes, they can come up through your toilet. And I go, no, they can't. There's no That's made up. way. There's no way that that's true. And they're like, I'm telling you, rats can come up through the toilet bowl, and that's how they can get into your house. And what's crazy, though, is my thought process was, okay, if they come up through the toilet, my, if the seat's down, they're going to have to, like, lift the seat, and you'll see a water trail. Like, wouldn't you – they're wet. Right. But, but I'm like, there's no way they can hold their breath and all that. So they hear this story, confirms what they're saying, if they can get into your house through the toilet. Yeah, it's a real thing. I can't believe it clawed through Dave's feces and stared him down. It Not only that, it like <laughs> oh, and tickled poked him. him in the butt and be like, hey, bro, I'm here. Come check it out. Yeah, like a knock, knock. I'm hanging out in your poop. <laughs> I just, dude, I cannot believe that. Yeah. That's it's, wild. It's so weird. He must have been so freaked out. Yeah. Did he tell you like the next day? He did. Because he's been, I've been following this like rat story. He's like, you're not going to believe what the rat did today. Wow. And then this was the ultimatum. Like, <laughs> Has he tried every method to kill it? I wish he would have told me. I got some great rat killing things. Really? Yeah. I got a lot of things you can do. Well, next time we're over at Dave's, like you can. Yeah, I'll give him I, the I'm rat. not sure if he still has the problem, but maybe he can set up some boot, booty traps. I like how you said the rat was, what you say, scruffling. In the, <laughs> I guess scurrying and rustling, yeah. scrustling. Scru- <laughs> well, I've had said. my own rat experiences, right? I mean, I lived in Palolo Valley, which mm. just has rats galore. Yeah. So at one point, I was, I was living in in um in a room where that I had like my desk on the opposite side of the room with a trash can there, and, you know, rats would continuously just like sneak into the to my room somehow. I don't even know how they got in the room. And then, like, be climbing up onto the trash can, scruffling around in the trash, trying to find food. Because they know there's, like, that's just a place where stuff collects. Yeah. So, I don't know. Instinctively, they just go for that. And it wakes me up at night. And you'd see the rat in the trash can. Yeah. And I would I would keep a, a flashlight next to my bed. And when I hear the scruffling, I would slowly grab the flashlight <laughs> and then turn it on. And the rat would, like, freeze and stare at me. 
and we'd have like two or three seconds of us just like staring at each other. And then I would like make a move and then the rat would disappear. And this would happen like every night. It's like my, my nightly staring contest oh my with rats. So you never got rid of it. It just. No, I didn't. You can run over a rat with a car, shoot it with a BB gun, electrocute it, and then throw it into the grinder in your sink, and it'd still be like, I'm coming back tomorrow. I don't know, man. I've shot some with a BB gun They've around our house. They die. I also have this stuff. It's called, um, it's called Rat X. Rat X? Yeah, listen to this crap. They eat this like stuff, and it dries them from the inside out. It basically embalms them. And that, so they'll eat it, die. And then the stuff mummifies them. So the rat just like disintegrates and it doesn't smell. We should feed that to pigeons. That's a good idea. Yeah. And Pigeon then food. They live, they, I had these rats in my attic like cross space. And at night I would hear them fighting. It sounded like birds going at each other. I mean, it was like. <laughs> Sorry, it was loud. But that's what it sounded like in the middle of night is bad. All right, gang. Well, that is our extremely random weeknight bonus episode of the Can of Spam Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, we greatly appreciate those five-star reviews and helping us get more exposure. And I think that's I think that's about it from us. So this is Old Man Lopez and your Poopitarian packing it in for the night. Catch you guys next time. Shoots. Mm-hmm.